nose is like a faucet in the winter. It's awful. I'm it's so done. Like I'm, I'm, I look like Taylor Swift walking out of the Maddie Healy party every single day. You know Wait, what I'm talking about? I don't know about? that reference. Oh my God. When she walked out of that party at the recording studio when she was first dating Maddie, it was like their first okay. appearance together as okay. a couple. And it she like famously walked out of there with her nose all red and like all the foundation rubbed off. Either from kissing uh, okay. or sneezing or cocaine. We don't know. <laughs> but I, I thought that was such an iconic thing. So every time my nose is running, I look like her now. Do you remember the first time you got like really bad beard burn from making out with a guy? Does that ever of happen course. to you? Of course. I don't yeah. remember the first time. They all blend together. There's been so many times. It's just disgusting. I guess that hasn't happened to me in so many because now I now have Now you have your it's own protection. protection. Yeah. That's like actually evidence that God wanted people to be gay. Like why else would they? Like, <laughs> You're I can't absolutely imagine. right. I've gotten cute burn. I know my friend recently got um, like such bad pube burn on his dick. He like couldn't have sex for a week. Because the girl's pubes or the guy's pubes the were guy's, too short. The guy's butt hair like chafed his dick so oh, bad that he couldn't tough. have sex for like a week. I need to figure out my butt hair regimen. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's one thing I haven't. I feel like every year of my life has been another thing that I've finally figured out in terms of my beauty. Like I know all my self improvement no, hygiene things. One step at a time. I literally have to. It, I'm so the same. I have to onboard one step at a time. Uh huh. It figured. I took. It took me actually a decade to figure out my skin. And look at this fucking honker here. It's still not perfect, but I've. The hair and like all the, you know, just all the different routines. The how often I should shave my legs. But and I'm I still eat. fucking it up. I forgot to shave before this. I'm not happy with how I look right now. Oh, see, can I say something about men and their facial hair? Uh-huh. Hot take. Uh-huh. I really, maybe it's because I, I used to go out with a guy who had like such a sharp line on his jaw uh-huh. with his hair that it kind of grossed me out. Uh-huh. But I like a little soft, like a little overgrown stubble. I hate when it's like very freshly cut. It's the same thing as haircuts where it's like there's... It's like not great the day you get it yes. and it's not great like the days right before you get it. It's like in the middle, but you yes. just there's no sort of like happy medium. I can't stand when guys have like a well, right angle. Well, there's also. Yeah, yeah, no. The right angle is bad and you have to put you have to find a barber that places it in the right place. So if it's placed in the wrong place, like it just is a nightmare. No, it's like, like really some bad. guys don't understand that you need to go under the chin like and they do this and then there's no hair here and it's like that looks crazy. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like like I used to go out with a guy who had it. Right on his fucking like 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 on the on the jawline. Yeah, I thought it looked insane. Like it actually, he looked like a lazy town character or something. Well, it's also one of those things where I think sometimes guys do it when they're insecure about their jawline. They're trying to like highlight it, but it really yes, it highlights their double neck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel the same way about red lipstick. I think oh, that I love red, when lipstick, red lipstick. I think it's beautiful, but it's like, okay, another thing. Sorry, I don't have a vendetta against Taylor Swift. I know the whole internet like decided they don't like her this week. I'm not part of that, but let me just say, I know, Taylor Swift's Taylor. fucking red lipstick is driving me crazy, and it always has. I learned this technique. I think it was Pat McGrath says that you're supposed to take a little with like a brush or with your finger and kind of stamp it on. Okay. So that it kind of looks, it doesn't look so harsh. Taylor Swift looks like she just takes the fucking brand new tube of oh, Ruby like Woo or whatever on. and swipes it on to the point where it's like so distinct, like where yeah, the line is. Yeah, maybe that's is. why she likes that. I think she does, but I hate it. Oh, it's gross. I love, like, I remember like, well, Welcome to Basic Training, a podcast with people that need help. With their makeup. <laughs> I, lipstick was like one of the first things as like a gay kid I was obsessed with. Like yeah. watching girls put on lipstick, I was like, that's the hottest thing. No, and not hot yeah. like I'm sexually attracted to it, like hot like I want to be that. Yeah, watching it in the movies is satisfying the way that like, you remember that scene in It looks in like Toy it feels Story? good. Like it looks like it should sexually feel good. Like, yeah. I'm, someone's like, I'll bring some next week. You can put it on. I've, I've put it on before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually, oh, in the elevator on the way up here, this is like not... I forgot to buy chapstick and in the elevator on the way up here, I like smiled to myself and my lips split. And you know, like when it's like the level of pain that like is like really jarring. Ow. It, so that happened to me and that's where we're at. Yeah. No, I love the lipstick. Um, Like watching people put on lipstick. It looks like in Toy Story when they swipe the paint over Woody's foot. What I'm talking about. Oh, to cover up the Andy. Yes. When it's they... so satisfying how they yeah. swipe it with a brush. Yeah. It, that's what makeup looks like when other people put it on. And then when you put it on yourself, it's like, oh, I should never ever I pick up makeup so again. I watch so much makeup and hair tutorials. I watch. So, I find them so really? soothing. I find them so soothing. Um, I should. My contour. I tried like a contour situation right now. Your makeup's I think great. I, 
really, I think I look like Trixie and Katya. You don't. Who I'm the biggest fan of, but like you don't want to look like Trixie and Katya as just a woman going into a quarter <laughs> podcast. I don't not think a drag you look. Queen. I don't think you look crazy. Okay, thank you. Just let me know. Just whatever problem you have with me, <laughs> I know about it. That's just all I'd like to say in terms of my personality, my makeup, my looks, everything about me, my fashion, the fact that I've worn this shirt to record eight times and it's wrinkled. So I don't even know if I washed it since last time. Everything you think, you know, I also know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's really no reason to write a comment about it. Wait, but haven't, I haven't you. seen you. OK, but I haven't seen you because I was I was on vacation. Oh, my God. How was Jamaica? It was incredible. Did you love it? I, I loved it. Did you get one of those like maybe a little bit racist hats that have like. The dreadlocks hanging down, the Bob Marley hats that people really Oh, hats? I thought you said anymore. tats. I was like, I didn't get a racist tattoo. No, I'm I was... talking about those hats that everyone who No, I know you're talking about. Gets. And those are objectively, like, the ones that have, like, the attached dreads. They're kind I did of not offensive. Get... They're deeply offensive. <laughs> I actually didn't even see one of those. But every time someone goes to Jamaica, that's no, all I, I see. Say, okay, so the thing was, like, Jamaica was incredible. We were at my roommate's, like, my roommate has the, and I know them too now, these two women who we become close with, we were at their house. Like it okay. wasn't a resort. It was, we were at like two women's house. They weren't there. They let, they came and visited one day. But like, oh, nice. We were just like at a house. And so, and like, so we weren't, and like I joked that we, that it was like a six days in a gay guy zoo enclosure because we were just like in our little habitat. Like I literally like woke up, there was like food brought to us. We had our pool, we had the ocean yeah. and we had like a place to sit and play cards. It was like, it was literally like a zoo enclosure. Like it yeah. was, and we did not leave for five days. It was like amazing. Um, wow. it was just like really relaxing and like beautiful, but, and I didn't, so I, but like, so I didn't see a lot of like the Jamaican tourism industry. We did go to one restaurant one night and it was like stunning, but, um, I will say it's so funny going to the, like to the Montego Bay airport on the way back and just seeing like the most sunburned white people you've ever seen in your life. Like, That's just, like the best. first of all, it was like, it was actually shocking how much younger we were than everyone in this airport. Like everyone was old. It was just like well, sunburned. How much younger they are than old. they look because they won't put on fucking sunscreen. That's true. Sunburned what is the old deal? people. It was so funny. No, but Jamaica was amazing. The amount of stress it would save people if they would remember sunscreen. Like I actually, it's it's jarring how many of people like our age, my friends, when I go on vacation with them, I'm like, oh, I'm sunburned. It's like, why did you not? It's like the first thing that you're taught as a child. No, but I do think, I wonder if like, because like you grew up in California. Like I want like. Oh, no. I went to I the Hamptons last in the summer uh -huh. with my friend who granted is a ginger. So it's a lot easier for her. Yeah, well, yeah, and she's a very smart girl. And I think that she did remember to put on, but she has to reapply. She's from SoCal. And she got the most gnarly burn you've ever seen where we were like drawing pictures on her. Like that's how bad no, it was. I know. My ex is a ginger and it, it's so brutal. So bad. But I'm like, why would you, you know this is going to happen? I know. How do people not think of this kind of like, it's just weird how much people, I guess it's on me. I didn't remind her, but whatever. Okay, do you tan? Going. Yeah, you tan. Yeah, I tan, I tan good. Yeah, same. No, um, but no. So Jamaica was gorgeous. We, I really didn't do much. I just kind of laid around in a Speedo and yeah. tried to tan and swam. The ocean was Truly incredible. Also, we got to eat all these fruits I'd never had before. We had this thing called a custard apple. That is the most delicious Ooh, thing I've ever eaten in my life. It's I like a fruit, but it's just fruit. filled with pudding. I like, love that. You would think it's like pudding. Like I took a picture. Let me see a picture. On. It looks, actually, I'm not going to lie. The picture looks kind of disgusting, but like you just have to trust me. It's good. Also, it was like I ate mango there and was like, oh, so this is what mango is. Do you right, know what I mean? It was right. like it totally whatever is, I've been yeah. having before Isn't was like real. not. Okay, so this is watermelon mango and then this fruits. is custard apple. It literally oh, I've is, definitely seen the custard apple somewhere in my it life. It is, I I could eat it every day. I thought it was the most magical. Does it taste like an me. apple? No, it it is apple only in like shape, like that it's a round fruit. The mango looks insane. The mango was psycho mode. Like it, it was so Not good. to yuck your yum a little, but the seeds in that watermelon are making me want to, I hate. Oh, it do triggers my you? trypophobia. Tryptophobia. The seeds in a watermelon trigger. I didn't also Everything think I, does. I didn't. I don't think I knew you had tryptophobia. Big time. And I, I hate. When How do you look like, at me? The pores my in my nose are so bad. I, I'm, the pores in my own nose are so bad. I can barely <laughs> look at myself in the mirror. One time, one time we were just like very nicely having like a family event. And my aunt, I looked over. My aunt was staring at me like this. And then she just goes, the pores in our family suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was just like, douche, like, oh, my God. Like, I've never been like, just That's like, so hard. I know, out well, of nowhere. Real. That's how I look at my grandpa. My grandpa has, like, one of those crazy old man noses where it's like, I just want to squeeze it. You're, like, so filled with stuff in there. Oh, but I, ah, no, I have, I hate when people, like, figure out, you can tell that they, like, Googled a phobia when they were a kid, and they've always been being, like, I have really serious blah, 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 phobia. Like, it's, like, not a personality trait, but I have had a very serious fear of, not a fear, I don't run screaming, but it makes me so uncomfortable and, like, yeah, irrationally a, scared when I see holes. Yeah, I have, I don't have tryptophobia, 
And I like similarly, I feel like phobia is the no, I think it because it's like I have like a very physical reaction to this one specific thing. I've ever told you about this. My mm. what my phobia is. Um, I think it's called submechanophobia. Oh, it's, it's when it's underwater. You like told me about man-made this. Man-made things underwater. I like can't handle it. Bizarre. Like a and it's like it. There's like like a ship. People are always like, oh, so shipwrecks. And I'm like, shipwrecks are actually the most chill of all of them because like one, I think you've been seeing them since you were a kid, and also like ships are like water related. So if you were to see like the subway system underwater under the river, that would bug you. Well, it, that's underground. Like no, but like the one that goes through the river. You know that it's underground under the river, right? Right. So like at the bottom of the river, there's ground. And then under that ground is the subway. It's not like there's like a tunnel under the at the bottom of the water that has the chain in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Got it. You know what I mean? Because like the water pressure, if you were no, you're on making tunnel, complete sense. I've just yeah, so literally have- every single time I've gone to Williamsburg, <laughs> I've sat for 10 straight minutes and thought, how did they build this in the water? <laughs> Un- I literally thought for the entire car ride, how do they stay underwater and hold their breath and build this fucking tunnel? It's not underwater. Underground. Technically, it's underwater. It's though. underground that is underwater. Whatever, man. How do I'm they- so glad I taught you that today. <laughs> Am I getting my period? And, uh, okay. <sighs> I'm so paranoid. Wait, also, I watched, or not I watched, I went to, have you ever gone to the transit museum? No. Okay. First of all, really good, like fun thing to do in New York because okay. it's the one thing that's tough is if you go during the weekday, actually, if you go at all, there's just kids there. It's like a popular among kids, but they have two. Okay. You can go to, they have one of every subway car there's ever been. Yeah. So you can go on like the subway cars that were in like the twenties. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. That's so cool. That's like how they film Mrs. Maisel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, yeah. I think so, yeah. But, like, it's crazy to think about these trains, like, some of these trains being, like, these are the ones that were on the subway system. It's wild. Right. It's worth going to. But there's also, I think about, I don't, I think, like, the thing I think about whenever I'm underground on the train is apparently this thing would happen when they were, <laughs> this is fucked up, but so crazy, when they were building the tunnels under, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was, it must have been when they were, when they were, it was either when they were building the tunnels or when they were building something to do with the bridges. I think it was the subway tunnels though. There would be this thing that would happen sometimes with the subway tunnel diggers where like a tunnel would collapse and they would, with such like velocity, they would go from being in this tunnel under the ground, under the water. It would like collapse and at like 90 miles an hour, they would be shot up through the water and like out of the river and then land back down in the river and like come up in like 20 seconds flat and like, Apparently, it would happen so fast that, like, they didn't even perceive it. Like, they would just suddenly... That's, like, reverse rich people submarine. And it was, like, they would be, like, all of a sudden on, like, floating in the river being, like, how did I get up here? Whoa! like, that's fucking crazy. I wish that happened to the poor submarine people. I know. That was crazy when that happened. Wait, I wrote down three things, I think. I've been making notes more now so that I don't just babble like that guy in the review said that I did. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, did you see that we got? The, did you see? Wait, the, is there another bad one? No, there's just some people. The fact that you ate the shrimp rolls on the mic, some people had like. Oh, people m- were so pissed. Yeah, because everyone has misophonia. So I'm like, so, oh, another stupid phobia that you guys made up. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm so sorry no, but about it's that. Phonia, not phobia. I've, phonia. Oh, it's like it's the difficulty of people chewing. Chewing. I'm like, sorry. I know that's real, but I kind of thought that it added a, like a little fun little soundtrack. I thought so too. I thought it was kind of fun. I okay. also think I have the opposite of misophonia because I didn't really hear it. Whatever. I don't care about people chewing. It doesn't bother me. Someone chewing with their mouth open, like the that yeah. driving that, like normal chewing is fine. Anyway, what were you going to say? But the most distinct, the, the defining memory of my childhood is my mom's face when I'm eating and her across the table going. That's so funny. And she like make fun of me for being like, because <laughs> I was so bad about that. Um, okay, couple things. Um, I wrote down today that my boyfriend answered my FaceTime and said, wow, you look like a girl. Second thing. <laughs> Because I'm wearing makeup. That's um, really funny. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Um, the next thing was that the other day at the club, my friends, you know, the only reason that I would be brought to a club is obviously when my friend is like seeing the DJ, like the guy who's mm-hmm. DJing. That's yeah. the only reason I'm what going to these places. Um, it was the one at the bottom of the public hotel. Okay. It was nice. It was really cool. If you're really into that kind of scene, it's just I prefer a bar. I, I didn't like the whatever, but I was having fun dancing and I decided to make myself stay for an hour and I was actually really surprised at how much fun I was having and we befriended these girls next to us who were celebrating a birthday 
they were dancing with us too and we were having Cute. so much fun and they were like oh my god it's someone's birthday technically i think my friend she, it was her birthday and then we also went to a dinner that was gifted to me for my birthday so they thought it was our birthday and uh, i go okay, it. oh yeah it's your birthday too she goes yeah we're 19 today Woo! <laughs> and i was like cool so i'm gonna kill myself that was my <laughs> other thing that's how you, that's when you know, like, know. it's time to move out. That of happened. I remember my friends were living in Boston after college and they were having a really hard time making friends because everyone in Boston, like, already has friends because everyone went to college in Boston and just stays there because it's such a college town. Yeah. And they were, she was like, and then one night, it was like her and, it was like two of my friends from college that moved to Boston after college and they were really struggling to make friends. And then she was telling us, like, one of the lowest moments was they, there was one night where they were, like, at a bar and they made a group of friends. Like, they, yeah. when they were hanging out with them, like, all night and they're like, these people are fun. This is good. And then, like, very casually, one of them was like, I'm so glad our fakes worked. And it, they That's were, literally and like, exactly what happened. And, we like, and they were like, What? <laughs> no, it really, it really like twisted a knife inside of me. And I remember like pausing on the dance floor. It was literally a murder on the dance floor. I was sitting there like, Oh. And the way that they, they go, Oh my God, you're 25. And they were like, You don't look 25. I'm like, is 25 like old? Like yeah. when, when, some, when my mom is saying, Do I look old? I say, You don't look 60. And she says that. You don't look 25. What, age what do, do you I think look is like? Old? What age do you think is old? Oh, well, come on. We know that I think 27 is old, but that's who, who I am. <laughs> but I would never like actually say to someone <laughs> like, you don't look old. old. No, I think I think 30 is old. Like old. Sorry, no offense. It's fine. I, <laughs> I um no, but they said that. And then they go, oh my God. So we're they were like freshmen at pace or something. Uh-huh. They were like, does dating get better? Like they were like screaming in my ear asking for dating advice from a 25 year old because I was so I'm like, I'm actually in my first serious relationship ever. <laughs> and he's still like very much a boy and not a man. So but OK. And then the final thing. I met one of our listeners uh-huh. at this place in Williamsburg called. Um, fuck, I want to remember the name so she knows I'm talking about her. It, they serve hot peanuts. The. Um, they serve hot peanuts. Skinny and, Dennis? Yeah! You got it on the first try. Good job. Wow. You're such a New York man. You're just like Hannah Horvath. Okay. I had a whole podcast about New York bars. Like, that was my... You're, you're so right. Was like, <laughs> this was like part of my career. <laughs> you had an entire job, like a line of work about this. Okay. This girl that I met... <laughs> I had one of my drunkest nights ever at Skinny Dennis. Really? Yeah. I was too sober. I also went to Skinny Dennis. At, Skinny Dennis is where we all went after that New York Magazine shoot. Oh, and it was re- which, by really the way, fun. I was supposed to be in the video. Did you guys know that? You told me. Okay, good. Did we ever talk about that on the podcast? <laughs> no, shoot? we didn't. Damn. Oh, wow. I'm we're literally... so late to that. When you were in New York Mag? When I, I was supposed to be in the video. Nobody <laughs> asked me about that, but I was invited. When I you was. Were in Cali, right? I was in California. I'm just letting you guys know I was invited. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, can I tell I you I wonder what they would have. Because I, well, let's just, right. Yes, I want you to tell me about the girl, but I do. I wonder what they would have. Because, like, you saw what they credited me as, right? What they say? Do you not know this? I forgot. Very gay comic. Very gay comic. <laughs> and everyone thinks, everyone you thinks. You your Instagram bio. No, but, ev- oh, I should do that. But everyone thinks that I gave them that. I didn't. Of course not. New York Magazine just came out and it was my name and then just next to it, very gay comic. And I love it. I would not change it for a second. But everyone, people, every time I tell someone that, they're like, wait, you didn't give them that quote? I'm like, no. They didn't what did t- they give other people? Like, like normal ones. Like right. other people are like influencer, like right. travel blogger. And then mine says very gay comic. Mine would have been like very There are also angry. other gay comedians there. Yeah, you're right. I love it. I like well, that I like got what, very gay. It's like what uh, they said on the HBO one um, last week. They were like, you're the gayest person in the room. Gayest way. person in the room. Wait, whoever cut that trailer? So good. This is just us shouting out someone at Sickbird, but that trailer is so really good. good. Shout out to our collaborators in business. I need to tell you about the skinny dentist. Sorry, skinny dentist girl. I just want to say that the people who listen to our podcast are the coolest fuckers in the I world. Love them. This girl came to me. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the name right now. I was a little tipsy, but she had a sister who I sent a video to. You'll know who you are. You came up to me and you, we also texted your sister. I want to say your name was unique. BB or DD or something like that. Maybe. Maybe I make that up. We were having the nicest chat. I love the name and DD. It was great, but I don't. I might have made that up. Into the bar walks none other than Dylan Sprouse. Now, I know it's Dylan right away, and so does everyone. Those are like the only twins in Hollywood where it's like, yeah, you can easily tell them apart right oh, away. I could not. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, maybe it's because I really grew up with them with Sweet Life. I, I know guess. exactly which I one is which. I did see on the L train once, but they were together. To see them together, that's like a pillar of 
New York. That's like I one think of that the... would happen a lot in the. I think they were going to NYU when I first moved to New York. Wow, they were together. That's like such a cool spotting. Yeah. Wow, that's like getting like anyway, a so five four Dil- leaf clover. Or Dylan walked into the bar. Um. So Dylan walks into the bar, and everyone knows it's Dylan right away. He's the one who's married to Barbara Palvin. So everyone's like Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Like, and he's answering to Dylan. Everyone knew it was Dylan. And this girl that I'm speaking to. Wait, sorry. When he walked into the bar, everyone in the bar started yelling Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. It was kind of like awkward. Like nobody was like pulling on him or being really obnoxious. But people were like, oh my God, Dylan. Hey, it's Dylan. Dylan's Oh, weird. Whatever. But everyone knew it was Dylan. Okay. And even the girl I was speaking to who loves our podcast said, oh my God, Dylan's Prowse. We were chatting about it. I wasn't going to say anything. I have this phobia of being like annoying to a celebrity. I don't want to say anything. But he turns around. And the listener of our podcast, you know what she fucking does? No. She's so funny. She goes, she goes, Talia, watch this. And she grabs him like, like gently by the shoulders. And he's like standing in front of her. He was really sweet. She didn't like annoy him or do anything weird. And she goes, oh my God, Cole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're so iconic. I couldn't believe she did that. (laughs) The thing is, that is such a gift for you. Like, that's it the most Talia incredible. humor I've ever heard in I my know, life. I know, the way that she, like, had to She was him. like, you know, she was like, watch this. Yeah, like, she literally <laughs> was, watch this, Talia. And she saw so many people fawning over him in that bar. She was like, I have to fix this. Hey, Cole. And you could see, he was so sweet. I'm sure this happens <laughs> so to him 12 funny. times a day. I that's really admired that he kept his cool. So funny. But he kind of went with it, and he goes, oh, like, so close, you know? And then he kept walking. She looks back at me. I'm like, you're fucking why are you not hosting my podcast for me i know that she was so like it's just me funny i'm thinking like were you not scared of what he might do she's like whatever yeah she was so cool that's amazing so i just want to shout her out um should we go down to the calls yeah wait sorry i i hate actively how my outfit looks today and so i need the mo- can we turn the monitor off i'm losing my sorry. oh I'm, i forgot i'm experiencing mental collapse because okay, okay. i really don't like my outfit today. <sighs> sorry I just, that's like when you don't do your homework and then the other kid in class is like, excuse me, you didn't collect the homework. Sorry, no, that was very that. Okay, are we doing calls? Yeah, yeah, it's time for calls. Oh, I have more shitty news though. Well, while I'm pulling up the call. My cat, in the month that he's been with me. Oh wait, I don't think we've recorded since you got the cat. No, Yeah, love my cat. I named him Stephen Colbert. Look, I even have a, a bracelet dedicated oh to him. It says boy yeah. mom. And I love him. And um, no, he's the perfect cat. I'm so, so happy. But something has happened. Oh no. I make the worst fucking mistake of my life. I've been so responsible about taking him to the vet. I even bought vet insurance. So I am just really, I'm being a good pet mom. Yeah, they say that's really important to get pet insurance. This shit racks up, okay? If you're taking him to the vet, is, and also I think a vet is sort of like a dentist where they like offer you a lot of stuff that maybe you don't really need, but they like sure. really rack up the bill without kind of letting you know. And yeah. I'll always walk out of their life, $300. I'm like, thank God I got the fucking pet insurance, right? So I got the pet insurance, but I took him to the vet for like his last round of vaccines that he needed. Uh-huh. And I, they said, do you have any other concerns? It's the biggest regret of my fucking life. I said, well, I guess maybe I'm just a bit of a paranoid new pet mom, but I've noticed that he pees a lot. And I just want to make sure, is that a sign of anything or is that okay? He's only three years old. I wanted them to reassure me and tell me it's probably fine. He just really likes water. Oh, and they were like, they go, yeah, it's probably fine. We'll take a blood test real quick. And we'll see. That was 200 fucking dollars. But anyways, they take the blood test. They call me over the weekend. And they say, we are like 99% positive your cat has severe diabetes. Now, <laughs> which is so ironic because I'm the one on Ozempic and he has diabetes. Did you get on it? I'm getting it. Wow. Yeah. But like, are you fucking kidding me? He has severe. Di- In the month that I've had him too, the, the adoption place did not flag this. He's developed severe diabetes in my so apartment, go back and listen. which is so true about like the way that so, I conduct my life. So maybe we should go back into an addendum when Talia really bigged up the place where you can get a cat for $24 yes, because yours has fucking diabetes. <laughs> when you were like, everyone go get these cats at 24 bucks. I was like, yeah, they're probably fine. <laughs> you know they're what? all diabetic. You gotta run past this place. It's actually very, it's lovely. It's one of the top rated places in New York. The reason I said, why did they not catch this? And they said they wouldn't. They have so many different people taking care of the cats there. You notice the pattern because you're its only yeah, caretaker. Totally. They also would have no reason to do a blood test. They do like the normal. Yeah. yeah they yeah, don't yeah, test yeah. the cat's blood when they come in. Also, if they're vaccinated. Wait, if it's three. How is it lived with diabetes this whole time? We don't know if it really has diabetes. Wait, or so if what this does was this mean fluke. for your future? This means it has to get a urine test tomorrow. So I have to bring him in again. And leave him there, which is so shitty. Like, he has to stay there for a couple hours. They take the blood, whatever. And if he has diabetes, 
<laughs> it's not like human diabetes where it's become manageable with recent technology and you can get like a monitor thing attached uh-huh. to you and you can whatever. No, 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 no. I can't do like a finger prick of this this cat. I'm freaking out. He will need me to inject him <laughs> with, <laughs> with insulin twice a day. Oh my god. So I'm just picturing you walking into recordings with just scratches like <laughs> and now it's made me resent him every time he he's so perfect, you guys. He's such a great cat. Never hits his or bites or anything. But he used to climb into bed, which he still does, and he like mm-hmm. nuzzles me in the morning and he cuddles. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Now every time he gets up near me, I'm like, get the fuck off me, you piece of shit. I hate you so fucking much. I'm like so mad. It's not really how I I obviously am still so wonderful and lovely to him. I love him so much and show him love. But in my mind, I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. Like really. <laughs> So I don't know how I'm ever going to leave this city ever again. Like I'm supposed to go home for a week for Passover and all my friends who've met the cat are so eager to watch him because he's so friendly and easy. Now they're going to have to give him an insulin shot. I'm never going to find anyone to watch this cat (laughs) ever. Okay. Can you imagine my whole fridge is stocked with diabetes shots and I have to shoot my cat up. Have you looked up how much cat insulin is? Don't. I can't talk about that right now. Have you looked it up? Yes, of course I've looked it up. It's so expensive, Jake. I got the pet insurance, but they only cover 70%. I can't do this. I can. I don't want any of the cat moms coming to me and be like, you shouldn't have adopted a cat if you weren't ready. I am ready. You didn't I adopt have... the cat. You bought one for $24. <laughs> I, I am financially stable enough to take care of whatever the cat needs. <laughs> I really so swear that I am. It's going to be okay. It's more just really a fucking bitch for me i can't believe that i was so eager to get this pet because i really liked that it was low maintenance and it would be so easy and i really took my time to pick the perfect one and i was so happy for three and a half weeks you were like this one smells so sweet this This one is so sweet and perfect he's gonna be so easy for me turns out he's paul blart i can't (laughs) like are you fucking kidding Okay, we have to get to calls, but that is so funny. I'm sorry that the cat has diabetes. Well, I can't manifest this. We might find out tomorrow that he doesn't. But I, the, even the vet on the phone was like, I don't see any world in which he doesn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any world in which he doesn't. You should That's see like that. the energy of having children at the time. And I was on a really bad flight that traumatized me. <laughs> no. Where I was on a really, really, really bad flight in like when I flying from Amsterdam to Barcelona once. Yeah. And I'm not like the flight was delayed like five hours because of this like horrible storm. And then like we they were like, okay, we're getting we're getting on the plane. And we had to like go outside onto the tarmac and up the staircase, like in like wind and rain, where I was like, are we flat? Like this is crazy. Yeah. And then like they were like, all right, the flight's gonna be an hour and a half. Like two hours later, we were still in the air, not descending. And the I sh- I swear to God, the pilot gets on like the the intercom and it goes, ding. And this is what I hear. It's really bad out there, guys. <laughs> that's exactly what you want to hear. No, that's what I got on the phone yeah, today on the 100%. way here. She goes, listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. No, no fucking cat, irony can't digest intended. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she goes, I really like I this number. Like sometimes the cat's glucose is elevated in the blood because of stress. And he was stressed going into that. But she goes, this number <laughs> is like. No, like this is a very like I'm telling you, he has severe diabetes. Maybe there's like something in your house that you're you don't realize the cat's eating, and that's well, why. Well, I was looking at. Well, okay, he's not like munching on. So he's not like the fucking Shane Gillis's uncle making grilled cheeses at night. He's not like secretly <laughs> eating a lot. But I looked at what I fed him. I'm like, okay, this is a little carb heavy. I immediately switched him to like non um, grain foods and whatever. Like yeah, I'm trying yeah. to be healthy with the diet because they can go into remission if you just start with the diet. Like you yeah. might not even have to go on insulin. If I really change his diet and he eats anything. So it's fine. But I look it up and it says cats that are diagnosed at three years old, which is so extremely fucking rare, are very unlikely to go in remission. (laughs) (laughs) And will likely need insulin every day for the rest of their lives. A cat lives to be like 20. Lives till 20. (laughs) I got a three-year-old cat that they say will be in perfect health as long as I shoot him up. Twice a day without fail every also, day. Also, did you see that thing? Apparently, my friends were, my friends are cat people and they were telling me about this. Apparently, apparently, like most, like the vast majority of cats die of kidney failure. Mm, yeah. Because they don't drink enough water. 
Like all oh. cats are dehydrated. My cat is drinking like it's his fucking job. Well, it's that's because like he has diabetes. That's one of the symptoms <laughs> of diabetes is thirst. Did you not know that? Yes. Okay. So, but apparently some scientist has created a, a like a, a thing for cats, like a shot or something mm-hmm. that like solves this kidney water dehydration issue. Mm-hmm. And they think it could mean that cats can live to 30. I don't want to meet a 30 year old. I honestly, I don't want my cat. Like, I just like, I'm like, they're like, we gave it this medicine. It can live to 30. You know, that cat's like, (laughs) like you just like some like demon. That's how I feel about when people are like, oh, if you start your changing your diet, if you stop smoking cigarettes, you'll add 20 years to your life. You could live till 100. I have no fucking desire to live to that age. Let me tell you right now, someone who's like, I'm. I don't want to go past 85. Same. I don't want to go past 65. I'm like, no. That's If I can't do a fucking cartwheel, take me off the planet. I I need to have full bodily function. We've talked about this. I am physically, I think I'm mentally resilient. Physically, no. I can't. I have a very specific thing for my body. Like, I need to get out. And if I have to have someone wipe my own ass, no. I also told my parents that if they get any sort of memory issue, like a, a brain debilitating thing, Alzheimer's, dementia, they can say goodbye to me. I'm not helping with that. <laughs> I'm not. I'll put them in a wonderful home and pay so much money. And never go see them again? Nope. I have. I cannot handle my dad looking me in the face and being like, who are you? I would slap him in the face. I Every time I see a dementia patient or an Alzheimer's patient on like Grey's Anatomy or something, I want to shake them and be like, shut the fuck up. Like literally wake up. It drives me insane. The notebook drives me insane. Right. Okay. I do not have, I'm saying I'm a terrible person. I'm a bad person. We have to cut this. <laughs> we have to cut this. There's nothing wrong with them. I'm the bad person. I have no patience for that. Any other disease or sickness. I, I don't think they do either. They don't. They don't. I told my mom, I'm not dealing with that. If you can't remember me, and now every time she forgets where her keys are, I'm like, uh-uh-uh, watch it. You're going to lose me okay, forever. We have to play call. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> my dad was like looking at my mom like, see what we did to her? Why is she like this? <laughs> you believe? Hello, Tolly and Jake. Ah! How are you guys doing? Um We good. So I wanted to talk about British? specifically this issue that I've had going on. Right, so I'm about 23 years old. Um, I live on my own. I've been in a relationship for about three years now. And I have mono right now. (laughs) And I'm very confused on how I got mono. My junior year situationship had mono for a while. Did you have it? Uh, I've heard it's like gnarly. Really? I thought it just like makes you have a cold for a really long time. No, but I I think for some people it's like bad. Okay. My cousin crashed her car because she had mono. I don't, I think that mono was a code up. word for I was drunk. No, it was, she like fell asleep at the wheel and then like, they were like, oh, you have mono. That's sad. And my boyfriend has been acting a little bit suspicious lately. I don't know. I'm very confused um, on how I should go about this, right? So let me know how you think you would go about this, how you would confront. I have some suspicions of the culprit, but... You know, I don't know how to quite act on that. Let me know. Thanks so much. Love you. Love Love you too. too. Okay. It's like famous that mono being a kissing disease is like a misnomer. Like you can get it other ways. I think I I don't. You just heard me. I don't know anything about. I'm pretty sure like if you think that your boyfriend's cheating on you, don't make it about the mono. Like make it about whatever other evidence you have that is more likely. Because like you could have gotten mono from like the fucking Pret-a-Manger sandwich you bought. Well, I think that the thing is she has mono therefore maybe they're am i misunderstanding they're not hooking up because she has mono so he is looking elsewhere and he's wait cheating. okay sorry we interrupted because i asked about mono can you replay the call because i think she thinks yeah, that but she... we're running out of time i know i think i honestly i think i got it i think that she because she's sick he doesn't want to get mono and they have to stop kissing and she's been like i think he's cheating on me while i have mono Interesting. Either way, the main thing here, the mono, it shouldn't be that significant anyway. Because that's just you. Uh, yeah, either way, fault. it's the same advice. It's it's the same advice, which is maybe we'll have different answers. I think that women intuition, female intuition, is a real thing. And I've regretted every single time I have not listened to it. And I think that 
look, you there's such thing as paranoia for sure. But if you know that you don't feel right to the point where you think you know who the culprit is, there's something wrong, period. Even if he's not cheating. If you can like think of a person in your head who you know he would cheat with if he was, that means that you've witnessed something like flirting yeah, or you've totally. seen something you shouldn't have. And that was like <clears throat> enough to make you insecure. I just think that as a young woman, you know what I always say. If you're ever questioning your relationship or his loyalty to you, you don't have time for this. You're a beautiful, smart young woman. I say if there's any sort of question in your heart, it's time to kick him to the curb. What do you think? I think just confront him. Because like it just be like. Hey. But he's going to lie. And he's going to sure. gaslight you too. I don't want to tell her to break up. It'd be one thing if she gave us what the. Like. If it's I, like he feels distant. Like I don't know. I say you never confront about cheating unless you have the proof. Otherwise they'll make you feel crazy. They, it's their job. They do it really God, well. Dating a straight man sounds so awful. Oh, like, I, like I just like. I don't know. I guess like my because my thought is I like it'd be one thing if it's like if it's suspicious of like, oh, he's texting. You know what I mean? But it's like he's just like acting distant. Like he could be depressed. I don't know. I love how you give such leeway. I, I like that you're more sympathetic. Well, than straight I. men haven't burned me as bad as they've burned you. True. Well, think about it. Straight men make the laws. You've been burned in the past in history. I don't have a criminal record. Oh, no, I'm talking people. about your people. I know straight men have burned gay people quite literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm not talking. No, you I'm have not... every reason to be a little skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just hate us. <laughs> but no, I, I totally get what you're saying. But I, I just think that. No, you're probably right. You know when he's stressed. You've been with him for a little bit. You know how he acts and why. Sure. If you feel so strongly. The thing that stood out to me is she said, I have an idea who the culprit could be. No, that means that like you've been observing this type of behavior enough that you're like, I even know who he's doing it with. That means something. And I think that but don't confront and say, I think that you're cheating on me because he will make you feel nuts if you don't have a fucking text message for proof. And even if you do, sometimes they make you feel nuts. Look for the proof. If you can't find any, but you still feel this way, I'd say give yourself two months. And if you still feel this way, you're done. You you don't have time to feel this way about your boyfriend. You're too young, too beautiful, too fun. Next call. Go me. Yeah, you crushed that one. Hi, Tully and Jake. Um, I love you guys so much, and I always learn a lot from each episode. Okay, I just got out of a three-month-long relationship, and I've never been in a, you know, long-term relationship, and um, I am just experiencing a level of loneliness I did not think possible. I'm very extroverted, and um, when I'm feeling this loneliness, I take note of it, And, you know, I reach out to my friends. I've been, like, writing a lot of letters to friends. I've been, you know, FaceTiming people. But it doesn't cure the same, you know, loneliness itch that, you know, when you had a partner, you could just reach out to them. Or, like, we spent so, so, so much time together to probably, you know, an unhealthy amount for being together for only three months. But, um, yeah, I want to know what you guys do to um, manage loneliness after a breakup because, like, you can only rely on your friends for so much. Um, okay. Thank you. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Okay. Sweetest caller ever. Everything from your voice to the question. Have a great day. Bye. I adore so you. Um, you're going through withdrawals. Yeah. You're going through withdrawals. Like, this is your, like, yeah, it's what you said, which is, like, romantic partners occupy a space that friends can't in a certain, in terms of, like, a, there's a certain feeling that you get that, you know, like, you're going through withdrawals of not getting that. Yeah. And that's fine. I think when... I think it's just time. I, it's the worst answer in the world. I don't know that I, I don't know, like, I'm I'm trying to think, like, what do I do? And, like, not much is coming to mind. I think that one of the most valuable lessons you can learn as an adult is how to sit in loneliness. Like, I, I and try to turn a little bit, lonely is a real emotion, and I hate when people say, oh, there's no such thing as lonely if you learn how to be alone. No, you can still be lonely. So I love... Wait, people say that? That's yeah, fucking I've dumb. I've heard that all the time. That's fucking dumb. I know. I Lonely is real no matter what. You can minimize the loneliness, though, if you learn to enjoy being alone some. And I really enjoy being alone. I still have my lonely moments, especially after a breakup. Yeah, but that's like I part of it. Similarly, yeah, I feel similar. If you, if you really, you want to learn how to not be lonely without using your friends... You need to learn how to get comfortable with yourself. I'm not saying that you can erase loneliness, but like you got to start yeah. filling your days with activities, bud. Like, and yeah, that, I guess don't I include sort of friends because like I go through phases. Like I've been single for like a year and a half now, I think. And like, I, I wouldn't say there's been any point in time since then where I've been like, I want a boyfriend. But like there, I guess there are days where I'm yeah, kind of like feeling sure. lonely. 
And it's like, it's like you just don't, you can just kind of sit in it. Cause like yeah. the people who like react to that by being like, well, then I need to get a boyfriend or I need to get a girlfriend. Like that's when you end up in these like fucked up relationships. Right. So I think it's just like you gotta gotta sit in it. And it's also super fun to like pretend that you're in a sad movie and just sit and be lonely in your bed and like be the victim. Sometimes it's really, it's like fun to play that character. Being like, I'm so lonely. Yeah, throw on some sad music. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I just I got hear a record that. player. I've been that. really enjoying the sadness. That. But um, yeah, I just, I think that that's part of a breakup and you're like, there's nothing weird about it. Like you're, that's a completely natural feeling. It's actually really nice that you're like conscious of, I'm not going to be like Carrie Bradshaw and try to lean on my friends in this time. I'm going to, you're like seeking it elsewhere. You yeah. got to get a little more comfortable with being alone and the loneliness will be there. Yeah. Sorry that that advice is so annoying to hear, but it's it's. I think no, it's but the it's just kind. like you're not doing anything wrong, and there's nothing to really fix. It's just gonna get better. Yeah. Amen. Gonna, yeah. Amen, motherfucker. Where is this? Okay. Hi, Holly and Jake. Um, I'm a recent listener of the podcast. I love it. You guys crack me up. So thank you so much for making my Mondays better. Um. I'm just calling because I'm hoping you can give some advice. I recently got played by a man. And what I mean by that is we were seeing each other. We were hanging out all the time. We were texting 24-7. Like, he would text me pretty bold things, honestly. Like, you know, you're the prettiest girl I've ever met and I miss you so much and I can't wait to be with you and just like things that I guess I'm not really used to hearing from a guy that I'm seeing. Um and he like came to my birthday party and met all of my friends and he met my parents and he got me really nice flowers for my birthday and like we're still going on dates and all this stuff and I could kind of feel him like pulling away and it was really weird because even though I kind of knew and my gut that he was pulling away he was doing all of these actions and like saying all these things where I kind of was trying to tell myself like no but he wouldn't have come to your birthday party and he wouldn't have gotten you flowers and he wouldn't be like texting you every second all these really really nice things like <laughs> kind of trying to like ignore I guess my gut feeling what I'm asking though is I really want to get back out there like I feel like I you know, handled the situation really well. I put myself out there. I gave my all. I have like a big heart and deep feelings and I care about people. And like, I'm really proud of that. And I tried with this guy and it didn't work out. And I know that that happened, but I guess the advice that I'm looking for is how do you like get going to something new, not being so cynical and thinking like, wow, I'm going to get played again. Or I shouldn't trust what someone's saying and things like that. It's like I want to trust. I, I don't want to be cynical. I want to, like, go through life and, like, be happy and get into new relationships and, like, see where things goes and not have spite for the past. But, like, it's really hard because I feel, and I hate the term love bombs, but I honestly feel like I was a little bit. So it's hard to, like, go into new situations without the cloud of judgment. So I would love to know what you both have done in those situations love you when i figure it out i'll give you a call i think that okay i've never i don't think that this has ever happened to me or if it has it was so long ago i don't remember mm -hmm. i think it's more of a straight male behavior the like love bombing and then yeah, bailing thing yeah. but i will say like i think that like take it as a learning experience like you you kind of like just you just kind of walked us through all the steps of like when you felt you when you were suspicious when you kind of con saw yourself convincing yourself that he wasn't pulling away even though he was like you seem to have a pretty thorough understanding of like how it played out and how you kind of like psychologically played it out so you don't you you can now not repeat that do you know what i mean it's not like a mystery to you how he like bamboozled you like you seem to know what you did or and how it happened so you will not ignore those signs next time and you can sense it next time. I think that like you're to be jaded is like you're kind of forgetting that you're an active player in dating and in your own love life. And you're thinking about like, what's the next guy going to do? What's the next guy? Gonna, and it's like, well, you're also going to do something. You're going to be there. You're part of the situation. Right. So you'll be able to influence it a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for. I think that my first thought was, isn't a little cynicism a good thing with 
With straight I think dudes. she's saying like, but she, but she doesn't she, want to be negative and, and like completely closed off. I totally understand, yeah. and you shouldn't. I'm working on that as well. But I'm saying that don't. I think that you're just. I don't think that it's making you cyn- cynical or jaded. I think that it's making you wiser. Like I think that what Jake said is right. You're just going to come into the next relationship. Like, don't make it so that you were a, a passive. You just experienced this and you had no. You have no way to react. Next time you feel it happening, you'll know sooner and you'll know to trust your gut sooner. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think Does that this, this is a, going to be a learning is like experience. The, the, did you like the the kind of like West Elm Caleb like love bombing thing? Yeah. Is this like like did this happen to you a lot? Like do a lot of guys do this or is it just like, oh, yeah, it's it's it, everyone's had one. Like is it's it, really common. But once you learn how to spot it, like once you have one really bad one, it never happens to you again because you're just, you know. Like I'm, I think that this is going to be your last thing. Is 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 part it's of my like advice? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's that so strange. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's well, it comes from deep, deep insecurity on the guy's part. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like it's just a very common thing. I don't know why, but it common enough to get its own like moniker that's like used a lot in. Well, I culture. think that like the phone makes it so much easier to write cash checks you can't cash. Exactly, checks the, you can't cash is a great way to put it. And then you kind of like get there and realize like, oh, I said all these things that like aren't true yet. Yes, and I think that it's which increased. is actually kind of sad for the guy in a way because it's like, well, you could have gotten there eventually, but you kind of like put the cart before. Not obviously the guy. Though it's worse for the girl who's like it's. Happening I don't think too. they're even looking to have a long term. I think that within the age of social media and when you can talk for so long when you're not like talk so much when you're physically not together and like have a whole relationship occur kind of over text when you're not seeing each other, like in the days between your dates and like also when you have all these options like, online, yeah, it makes it like a, a breeding ground, like a perfect environment to have very quick, meaningless whirlwind relationships and yeah. have the, live the exciting part of a relationship over and over and over yeah. again on Groundhog Day instead of actually getting into the weeds with 100%. that person. I and literally... guys love the chase. And yeah. if you chase, you catch, you have a little romance and then you release, release. like yeah. fishing, then that's like a dream for guys. And t- technology doesn't make that any harder now. I literally like cannot bring myself to do dating apps right now. Like I open Hinge or Raya and I'm like, I just, I can't do this. I, I feel the exact opposite. Well, you I have a boyfriend. It. I miss it like everything. I, I, I don't miss, I have no desire to see other guys. I'm still in that period where I'm like, I'm not attracted to No, but the else. dopamine rush of like getting a but match the, or whatever. No, yeah. it's not even getting a match. I love the online shopping. And you know what's replaced it for me? Like this, the action of swiping and looking at people and what, deciding Pinterest? if I like them. No, Facebook Marketplace. Oh. I've developed an addiction to Facebook Marketplace to a point where it's like concerning. What are you buying? Like apartment stuff? It started with I needed some apartment stuff. That's how all addictions start. You need a little frame. You need a little. <laughs> That's how all addictions start. A little start. cat tree, and then you get into ooh, a Dyson Airwrap, a Reformation dress. That's a size too big for me, but I can tailor it. Ooh, some old beat up Converse, but they're. How many things edition. have you bought in Facebook Marketplace? Over ten. I'll tell you what. I reached a Facebook Marketplace um, milestone. I came back to the same apartment for a different seller <laughs> and the doorman recognized me and he goes, oh, are you, you coming back to give back that thing? I go, no, I'm getting a mirror now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm addicted and I'm hemorrhaging money because of it. But I'm telling you guys, it's a lot better than A, getting addicted to hinge or boys or love bombing or whatever. Yeah. And also better than gambling and actually going on like reformation and spending money directly from that site. No, buying stuff used is buying like good for the world. Buying used stuff, it's like, honestly, it's more sustainable. This reminds me, I'm in like, my room is so disgusting. I've been meaning to do like, I'm doing the thing where I'm not putting my laundry away because I'm planning to do a wardrobe gut and yeah. do a buffalo run. Okay. But the, the, I've Second been, Street is better what's than the, Buffalo Exchange, I think. Okay, great. I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. Um, but I've been in that state for like 10 days now. Like I haven't, my, yeah, my suitcase from Jamaica is still like out. Oh yeah. I'm That's the queen like not of not acceptable. unpacking it's anything. Like, it sucks. Yeah. It's the worst. I have like rotting clothes in my Atlantic city bag still. That's tough. It's disgusting. Okay. This is a bonus one. Hi, Talia and Jake. Um, I don't actually need any advice. I wanted to give you advice, which is super random, I know. But you were talking about um, how you can't get a cat now because your boyfriend's allergic to cats. Um, Sorry, also, I'm driving, if you can hear the blinker. Um, But I'm allergic to cats, and I have a cat. So (laughs) it's all good. I just take um, Allegra D every day, and that helps a ton. And then... Girl, you're going to get an ulcer. You're taking Allegra every day? Is that for everyday use? Allegra is. Oh my God, I thought it was like Aspen or something.
Also, wait, this is the second time where when Tali has said something like hugely life changing to me, the video has cut out. Um, um, okay, wait, the cat, this cat called. She's so nice. Yes. Wait, so oh, this nice. one, so you did get the air purifier. Oh, yeah, I got an air have purifier. You gotten, have you been able yet? This is what I'm really jealous of to like open the air purifier and see what it's sucked out of the air. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. I, I, I accidentally, I didn't even mean to do this yet, but I looked at him. I was refilling his water and I decided to clean the top of his water fountain and I accidentally looked at the filter. Oh. Oh, see, Gross. I love that stuff. Well, the wet ones I don't like, but the dry ones, like, I love, like, vacuuming and seeing all the stuff that comes up. Like, yeah. like the air filter, like, that's fun That is. Me. Does that mean I have to change the air purifier filter? Or I would can I just have take to it imagine. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I got the purifier. I mean, he, my boyfriend comes over all the time. He doesn't stay for, like, a movie anymore or anything, but it's kind of nice, I think, for both of us because, like, that's you know, I used to be, like, could you, could you stay and, like, hold me a little? Give me a little aftercare? And he's, like, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> And now he's like, we finished fucking and he wipes the cum off of my stomach. And he's like, he's like, oh, my dick is itchy. It's the cat. I'm itchy. I'm itchy. And then he has to leave. And I'm like, honestly, I was ready for you to go. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so he stops in for like a quickie, like on his way back from work and stuff. Or like whenever we go to like dinner or something, we stop at my place. But the problem is that I instinctively I'm so close with my cat and I love it to death. And it's a very cuddly, affectionate cat. And he really misses me. I got, for Valentine's Day, uh -huh. my boyfriend got me something called a Furbo, which is a live camera where I can watch my cat. Uh -huh. And not only that, but I can speak to it and oh, give him this. treats. My sister has this. So it's really great. So I watch him all day. But also, whenever I come home, he comes right up and he puts his paws up to my knees and he wants to be picked up. And I pick him up and I give him a little hug because oh, he always wants God. to be with me. Now, I pick up the cat instinctively every time I walk in. And my boyfriend's like, well, now you have to shower. Now you have to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's not a big deal. And then I, of course, like touch his dick and he's like breaking out in hives. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, as someone who's also unfortunately allergic to cats, I'm very team your boyfriend on this one, but yeah, I know. it sucks. Poor thing. Poor thing. Do you have a good Valentine's Day? Did you do anything? I, um, that restaurant I used to work at needed help. And so I picked up and made a shit ton of money. Cause nice, because of Valentine's Day, right? So it was very fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's so nice. It's like. I'm like a little restaurant like call girl. Like yeah. I have a second, like my other friend runs a restaurant now and they'll call me. And it's fun because like, it's not my job anymore, but I just show up and I make a bunch of money and then right. I leave and I'm like, bye. I do that with babysitting still. So. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I just love to like be around a kid. It gives me like a youthful yeah. feeling. But sometimes people will be like, people at the table will be like, you look so familiar. And I'll be like, I've worked here a really long time. I'm yeah, like, no, I'm gonna say on and off, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it, okay. Um, well. Okay. Gorge calls this week. People, um, I love you guys. Keep calling in. Um, nine two nine two six nine four nine six zero four nine six. Did you do it before I even pulled up the doc? Now you're just bragging. Wait, like, now I, you're just that, I like nine two nine two six nine four nine six zero. Ah, I got it right. Ah! Wow. Okay, nine two nine four six nine. Um, no, nope. nope. nine two nine two six nine four nine six zero. Nine two nine two six nine four nine six zero. Call us, please. Rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Um. Share. Watch on YouTube. Also, share the reels and TikToks. Repost those. That's that would helpful. be amazing. That'd be that gorgeous. Be okay. Um, we love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.